are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Guys, Nutrisense.com, they're doing $3.3 million a month today in revenue up from call just under a million a year ago. So really healthy growth past 12 months. They got going back in 2019, marketing, pre-marketing inside of Facebook groups like the Ketogenic Group and Aura Ring Group. Once they pre-sold and had traction, they did a 250K seed round. They raised about $32 million bucks to date to scale this company. Now a team of 170 people. Again, you want to measure your glucose levels. You put a little white thing on the back of your arm. You get the app. You pay about $2,200 bucks per year if you want a 12-month plan. They've got nice CAC arbitrage as they spend about $200 bucks to get a new customer. We're now looking to scale. Hey, folks, my guest today is Dan Zavarotny. He's the co-founder and COO of NutriSense, a metabolic health company that helps anyone discover and reach their health potential. Under his leadership, the company has become one of the fastest growing startups in America. He's led the company through rapid growth, building a team of 170 employees in just over three years and raising $32 million. Dan, you ready to take us to the top? Let's do it. So just to be clear, is this sort of a D2C company or is this pure play software, B2B? Sure. We're purely D2C right now. Uh, it doesn't mean we're not going to go B2B. Our belief system is that specifically around the healthcare industry, it's very hard and long takes to go to B2B. So the trend's been go direct to consumer, uh, show folks what is possible, and then push the industry in the B2B direction so they can start asking for it and making progress. Mm-hmm. So, so how, I mean, how do you deal with churn, right? I mean, is it a subscription fee and how do you keep folks engaged sure. long term? Yeah, so people sign up for subscription. Uh, we have different options, anywhere from one, three, six, or twelve months, and people commit to a certain time frame. And churn, you know, for direct consumers, always an issue. But the way we look at churn is, as long as there is at least three to one contribution margin uh, lifetime value to our CAC, we're always happy with that. So as long as we keep maintaining that, we're always pleased. You know, in theory, if you're ever, as long as you're above one to one ratio, you're always. Uh, successful right because then you just have to cover your fixed cost but three to one is really what we aim for all the time and so what do you spend on cac typically uh so our cacs range you're for instance like absolute dollar amount sure sure uh our cacs range based on channels but it goes anywhere from free to all the way up to like 300 dollars, right it really depends on the channel we use mix from instagram twitter quora pinterest i mean really every single youtube influencers every single channel you can imagine but if you look at all of your paid spend last month divided by the new customers driven from those paid sure. channels what would the weighted average cac be something like 150 yeah. 200 bucks yeah around 200 some around 200 interesting and what what are they paying so so what's the average customer paying per month per six months per year Sure. So it's a, we so we look at the CAC the LTV ratio in two different ways. One is the gross booking. One is the actual uh, realized LTV. And the reason I say is because so some of us might sign up for let's say six month plan, and that might be a twelve hundred dollar plan. Uh, they're paying. However, they may actually like the program so much, they may stay for an extra three four months. So what we realize with our customers is our product is direct consumers. So we can continuously iterating on it. So the retention actually improves. So we see this when we first started, give you context. We first started, people would stay for like three weeks, right? Uh, and now we've rated to the point people are staying seven, eight months on average. Mm-hmm. 
And a lot of times it's just, we basically, once we get someone in the funnel, we now have the ability to keep consistently trying to convince them to stay longer. And so every, it's now the same time where it's like, you have a you know two-year contract, you're done. It's more of, we try to understand, actually getting a call their customer basically monthly to understand like, what is it you like? And if we're close to solving your problem, great. What's the next problem you want to solve, right? I think if you take a look at specifically around the healthcare system and the health itself, that's one of the few things that will never go away, right? If you think about, you know, a car, you bought a car, you have a car, now you're good. With health, unfortunately, people say we start dying the moment we were born. And so how do we make sure we prolong your health uh, as long as possible and solve in some ways, right? So Dan, just to be clear, so, though, I know you have multiple different price points, but the the average, if, if we, you know, if a six month plan divide by six, right, to get a sure. month and the monthly ARPU is about what, a hundred bucks, 200 bucks? Uh, around 225. 225. Okay. And the cheapest that they can get that effective per monthly cost would be if they sign up for like a year long plan, maybe it goes down to like 180 a month or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're right on nail. Exactly. Oh, it is 180. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, it's like, I think it's like 189 or something like that. Okay. So that would mean the annual plan is, uh, what is that? Something closer to two to 2,200 bucks. Yep. Walk me through. Okay. So, so we jumped right in economics really quick here. Let me just take a step back for a second. Right. So you have, yeah. you know, it's all about health, but I think there is a physical monitor. People are putting them back of their arms sure. appetized to, and you're mainly focused on glucose. Give us more detail on the product. Sure. So basically there's three pieces, three pieces you get, you sign up and we write a digital medical prescription in your state for you through our health partner for a device called continuous glucose monitor. Uh, then we add analytics on top of that. Okay, why is, is that software. important? Why is that important that you sure. file? Which part? The medical why prescription? That, why is that important that you that, that the first thing you just said sounded very official? Why why is that required or why is that needed? Yeah. So when these devices came out, they were specifically focused on type one diabetics. And it was meant for insulin injection. Uh, as the Medicare and Medicaid system expanded, they realized this is effective for type two diabetics. So uh, who are insulin injections, but that was for, that was the focus of the device when it first came out. As the device became more and more effective, and the life was of the device was lasting longer, they started expanding the codes for what they could use it for. And so these devices basically track your glucose in real time, twenty four seven, nonstop. And when they first came out, they were tracking for like four hours at a time. Then it became eight hours at a time. Then a day. Now they're tracking fourteen hours at a time. And so. That's the piece that makes this device and part of our package so expensive is because the hardware is still pretty innovative. And so until the life of the devices gets longer, you have to keep replacing it all the time. Mm-hmm. And so really, we're still at the cutting edge of technology, what's physically available for the buy wearables. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might have heard, for example, Apple talking about how they may release some sensors that are looking at uh, looking at your glucose through light spectrum. These devices currently penetrate the skin just a couple of millimeters and they sit below the blood skin level and they actually track your actual blood. And that's what they send to your phone. Mm-hmm. So the hardware is expensive. How um, expensive? What does it cost you to make one of these little white devices? So we actually don't manufacture them. We take it from a third, uh, third party. Uh, there's a couple of companies out there. There's Medtronic, uh, there's Eversense, there's um, Abbott, there's Dexcom. So we partner with these companies. They manufacture it. Uh, what we do really is we focus on the software analytics on top of it. What do you pay for it though? You have to source them somehow, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That part we, you know, we have negotiated contracts. So that part we have to unfortunately keep to ourselves. <laughs> but well, what's the um, range? I mean, are we talking like like a, like a dollar a thing or like a hundred dollars? Oh no, no, no. It's expensive, expensive, right? So uh, it ranges anywhere from like a hundred to hundred forty dollars. 
per month. So these things are eating up a good amount of margin for us. Sorry, break that down though on actual per like unit basis for I don't because I don't know what per month means, right? I don't know how many devices you go through in one month. So sure. on sure, one sure, sure. device is gonna cost what? Two bucks? Uh any no, 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 no. So that's where the manufacturers make all the money, right? Uh for us, it ranges anywhere from uh from 40 to 60 per device the last 14 days. So so the consumer is paying 40 bucks for one device that lasts 14 days, or you're paying your supplier 40 bucks for enough devices to last 40 days? We're paying our supplier that to last 14 days. Of 14 days. And how many white devices days. would an average human go through in 14 days if they're using NutriSense? Something like, so you need one device for 14 days. Once you put it on, it stays oh. in your arm for 14 days. Oh, okay. And basically, uh, that will use a 14 days. If you sign up for a month, you get two devices per month. I thought you said earlier that these last for 14 hours. Did you mean, did I mishear you? 14 days? Sorry. When they started... Uh, so the hardware has been improving over the last decade. So when it started, it used to be last four hours, then 10 hours and 14, and it became longer, longer than a day, then two days, and now it's 14 days. Oh, I see. Okay. So just to put that all on a shell, if you guys go to NutriSense.io, you're sure. paying for a plan, you're paying NutriSense 225 bucks a month or a six month or a 12 month plan. You're getting one white device that you stick on the back of your arm. It costs NutriSense 40 bucks to source that from the supplier. They make that up at the monthly fees they charge you, but that stays on there for 14 full days in showers, out of showers, in the pool, out of the pool, whatever. And so you go through two per month and you use so yeah. 12 or something if it's a six month plan. You got it. Yeah, okay. you got to double that up because if you only if you sign up for a month plan, let's say, uh, you need to get two of these devices. Yep. Yep. Okay, I'm with two you. devices. And you're getting. Yep. I'm with you. All <laughs> right, so now we're past. The, now we're past the hardware. Now let's get into. The, you, I cut you off when you start talking about the app. Let's talk about the app. Yeah. So remember, there's another part. Uh, we need to also pay a medical third party provider to write the medical prescription for these devices. So that's the other part. So there's online consult. Um. And then, so we have to pay for that no matter what the doctor decides, whether they want our prescription or not. And so we pay for that. We send the information to the doctor. They decide if, if they want our prescription. Then that gets routed to a pharmacy partner. Then that fulfills the product, the hardware itself. My gosh, this is complicated. So all up on the, up all on the stage, we actually take all the risk uh, with very little benefit, right? So it's all about trying to get the consumer to get the opportunity to track their glucose in real time. So what is, I mean, Dan, if somebody pays you, like I'm used to interviewing, use pure SaaS founders. Margins are always yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. 5% gross mm -hmm. margin, right? I'm getting this sense very quickly. If someone pays you $2,200 for a yearly plan, your margin is not 85%. No, it's not. No. <laughs> this is why this makes it fun, right? Um, because I think it's hard. You know, there's the medical side of it. There's the hardware. There's the software. There's also a human portion here too. And I think that's what we, this is why we went into this because it's a problem that nobody wanted to attack because it's a hard problem to solve. Mm -hmm. But your margin, and, I, mean, I mean, this could be down as like, I mean, your margin could be like five, 10%, something like that, right? On a gross margin perspective? Yeah. Yeah. No, we get, I mean, we're, we get better than that because we start scaling. The, there's, to give you some context, we, we also have dietitians as well. So there's a human perspective as well on this that keeps coaching you through your data. Mm -hmm. uh, but we get down to like 40, 50%. Oh, that's uh, now, as we're scaling, uh, when we started, it was really, really poor. But the nice thing is with unit economics getting better as you scale the business, uh, you get some improvements there. Yeah. Let's let's get more history here. When did you launch the business? What year? So we launched so September 2019. 2019. And how many white devices have you shipped total to date? 
So we've had somewhere around 50,000 people use the platform uh, in regard to the number of devices shipped I mean, itself. They paid, right? uh, they paid something. They, yeah, yeah 50,000 people have paid to us uh, for at least one month or longer. Yep. Uh, they range from people again. So five, people sign zero, up for the service of three. five, zero, not one, five, right? 50,000? No, five, zero, 50,000. Yes. Okay. Well, then that means you've shipped at least 100,000 devices. <laughs> at least uh, significantly more than that. Yeah. Interesting. Um, okay. And then you talked obviously about churn seven to eight months average. How many are still actively sort of paying today and engaged with the platform? Yeah, uh, we're anywhere with someone like around fifteen to sixteen thousand people a month. Oh wow! Okay, I mean that's pretty good. So, so um, do you see any behavioral patterns where somebody maybe a year ago would use you for six months, they stop for six months, and they start again? And if so, do you count that as churn, then a reactivation, or how do you, from a unit economics perspective, map sure. that? So we actually subgroup people into different categories of: uh, Are they here just to like do a one-time use? Are they on a continuous use or are they more of like a health check-in, right? And based on that, we look at the CAC LTV separately. So for example, a lot of people, they don't need us all the time. And they look at us almost like an annual physical. They're going to come back year after year for one month. But they're going to come back three years straight. At the same time, like, you know, if you go to the doctor, you don't need to see a doctor every single day, but you do want to go see annually and sometimes semi-annually. And so we actually split up those people into different buckets. And based on that, uh, we determine how we want to track their LTV. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. So you get going in 2019. Um, you get your first customers in the door. I guess walk me through funding capital structure. You mentioned you have raised capital. When was the first round? Sure. So we got revenue before we ever got, before we built a product actually, and before we raised a single dollar of money. Um, we just started trying to see if anyone wanted this. Uh, we said, Let's get slow and see if there's anyone who wants the product because people thought we were crazy. Dark. Why would anyone stab themselves in the arm? And then track and let someone else read their data and give them feedback all the time, right? And so we started trying to see if people wanted it. And we just put up a landing page and said, pay here. And just went to Facebook groups and just started telling people in Facebook groups. What was the first hey, Facebook group that you used? It got, you know, your early customers. Yeah, uh, there was two that stuck out. It was uh, the ketogenic groups, people that follow the ketogenic diet. Uh, and then also people that have O-rings. So those two groups seem to be really into this right away. And we said, we want to build this. If you believe in this, uh, sign up and we'll let you know when it's built. What was the people actually came in for the landing page? Uh, it was $500. And what did you tell them? Like, wait, give us six months and we'll deliver it to you. Otherwise we'll refund you. Uh, we said, pay us and then we'll let you know when we're ready. We didn't even tell them when, uh, you know, when we're going to launch us or not, right? How long did it take? Uh, it was, uh, it took my co-founder like three weeks to launch. So, so, to, so if people pay you 500, but like, let's say you're launching today, I pay you 500. I'd have to, you actually yeah. got things out to me that who prepaid in three weeks. So we need to build the software, right? Because we had to build our own software analytics. And my co-founder, who was an engineer by background, he said, hey, let's see people actually like show me that there's a demand for this. So as I want to get people to prepay, he's like, well, this is real demand. People won't prepay for something that doesn't exist yet. Mm -hmm. uh, so then he just, and then he drank a lot of coffee <laughs> for, and just sat there and pumped out the first version of the software and released in three weeks. The problem is that when we released, it was coincided with um, iOS 13 release. I think it was the newest iOS back then. It was 13 or 14, I'm trying to recall. But we didn't anticipate the night mode, 
which basically makes your phone go or have one black screen from like 10 p.m. till six in the morning. So people are paying, you know, $500 and they can't use the app for half the third of the day. So that was a really fun thing to challenge, you know, fun challenge to solve. Um, so that's, you know, launch one well. <laughs> a lot of uh, me acting as customer support after that. And we said, okay, people want this. Now it's actually, you know, try to plan out the next couple months and see how we're going to keep going and try to go raise money and things like that. Well, take us to, we're running out of time here. Take us to the funding though quickly. So when was the first round? How sure. much was it for? Sure. The first round was, was actually Techstars and One Angel. And uh, we got a total of $250,000. That was 2019? This was 2020, uh, about three weeks before the COVID, pandemic COVID. And then, you know, Techstars, I think, was doing 125K for 7% back then or something like that. So what, you sold like 10% yep. of the company back then? Exactly, yep. And then yeah. we, we were going to, you know, go raise millions of dollars after that. But uh, unfortunately, hit the COVID hit and we're like, all right, I guess we have to survive on revenue instead. Awesome. Then was this, when was the second round? What year? Uh, so the second round happened about a year later. Uh, we raised another $1.2 million after that. And that was in 20, late 2021? Uh, yeah, exactly. Seed? Would you consider that your seed? Yeah, I guess you can call it seed. It was all on SafeNet. Yep. Yeah, fair. Okay. And then most folks in seed, you know, they're selling 15 to 20% of the company. Were you sort of in that same range? Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. That's You're very good at this. I feel like you're getting the numbers better than I am. <laughs> awesome. Well, no, I just go with averages. I've interviewed so many founders. So, yeah. okay, cool. And then close up the funding story here before we wrap up. Um, I guess there was another round that happened. Yeah. So then we did another round for about 5 million uh, a year later. And then we did another 25 million a year later. 25 million would have been what like earlier this year uh 25 million was actually in august of 2022 okay and the f so the 5 million so you did a 5 million and a 25 million dollar round in 2022 um yep yeah okay and the dates are certain yep yeah no that's great um okay cool so that's your funding you, you know you raised caught 31 32 33 million i think the dates on the five might have been earlier i think it might have been 2021 again and then 2022 for the 25. Oh, I see. I see. Okay, cool. Um, series A standard there, 10, 10, 15% of yep. that. Yeah. Okay, exactly. cool. And then I guess, you know, you, you talked about the Facebook groups as your first users. You're now at 15,000 customers. You told us earlier, ARPU, so average revenue per user per month is something like 220 bucks. I mean, that would put you at something like 3.3 million a month in revenue right around there. Is that about right? Yeah, you're in a ballpark. Okay. We're getting that. If that's where you are today, where were you a year ago? So we calculate growth rate. Uh, a year ago, we were about three and a half less stats. So somewhere around a little under a million a month. Wow. And MRR. Yeah. MRR. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So holy crap. So you've seen it. Most of your growth has come over the past 12 months. Then what happened? That, that's incredible growth. You like 3 x Well, I mean, the year before that, we did about 7X. Oh, okay. Smaller numbers though. Oh. But still going from a million yeah. to 3.5 million a month is incredible growth. Yeah. Months. How'd you do it? Was it their new channel you turned on? Facebook ads? What was it? Um. It was everything. I mean, it went from the first two years, I did all the marketing by myself. And the next year and a half was building entire marketing team. You know, now we have a 18 person marketing team and it's everything from SEO, Facebook ads, Google ads, Twitter, Quora, Pinterest, everything that you can imagine, uh, um, influencers. But it really went from just omni-channel to multi-channel with like 13 different channels all pumping at the same time. Wow. How many are on the um, team full-time today? Everybody. I'm sorry? How many are on the team today full-time? Everybody. Uh, on the marketing team specifically? The whole team, everyone. Oh, the whole team, 170 people. 170, interesting. How many are engineers? 
Uh, engineers currently are about 25. That's including data science team as well. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Okay, cool. So so um, hardware, software, recurring revenue. Um, you sometimes recover CAC instantly if they pay for six months up front and you only spent 200 bucks on the core ad, right? So we used to do this up front, but we realized that's, you know, we want to make, try to slowly work toward making this affordable to more people. So we got rid of the prepayments. Uh, at first, we had prepayments because it actually helped funnel the company. Uh, that's how we had we didn't have to raise as much money because we were able to just get cash and run that business that way. Uh, but we could remove that. So now it's monthly payments. Okay, that's fair. Um, interesting. So, so you, you lose your arbitrage on payback period there a little bit, but you still have a healthy LTV to CAC ratio, right? You get paid yeah. back in like yeah. two, three months. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. What's next? So, so I guess as we wrap up, if people want to learn more about this, where can they, where can they find you online? Sure. Uh, you can have me on LinkedIn. Always happy to help and other entrepreneurs. Uh, Dan Zarutney. Uh, you could sign up for our newsletter, uh, newsense.com. We actually finally got newsense.com. We couldn't afford newsense.com before. Uh, now we have made a little bit of money. Now we can, we finally went in. Juan, what, what'd you pay? What'd you pay for the .com? <laughs> well, let's say for the IO, I we paid $7 okay. <laughs> for the .com. In uh, mid tens of thousands, how about that? <laughs> okay, that's that's actually not too bad for the the dot com. That's pretty good. All right, and and yeah. then final five here, rapid fire. Number one favorite book, uh, Lean Startup. Big fan. Number, number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Yeah, it's actually it's interesting. Uh, my co-founder, my CEO, because as you, my my job as chief operating officer, I have to basically be the opposite of him. So whatever he gets good at, I have to be, go do something else, right? So I'm constantly just looking at what he's improving at, what he's getting, you know, what he's not focused on, so I can compliment him in that direction. Awesome. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building NutriSense? Uh, Airtable. Yeah. Uh, we used Airtable for everything for the first three years. Yeah. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, much more now than before. Uh, before I was like five, six. Now I'm getting nine. That's amazing. I realized how sleep critical. Sleep is just incredible. Incredibly critical. More important than even gym and nutrition. 100%. What's your situation? Married, single, kids? Uh, single at this point in time. Okay. Uh, any kids or no? No kids. No kids yet. No kids. And Dan, how old are you? I'm 34. 34. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. I, I think it's having a mindset of failure is part of the process. I mean, it's great not to fail, but it, worse comes worse, you learn a bunch. And there's no risk, really, right? What's worse happens, you get a job. And I think that was a fear that I've always had, and I never took that chance, but finally took a chance as an adult. Guys, NutriSense.com, they're doing $3.3 million a month today in revenue up from call just under a million a year ago. So really healthy growth past 12 months. They got going back in 2019, marketing, pre-marketing inside of Facebook groups like the Ketogenic Group and Aura Ring Group. Once they pre-sold and had traction, they did a 250K seed round. They raised about 32 million bucks to date to scale this company. Now a team of 170 people. Again, you want to measure your glucose levels. You put a little white thing on the back of your arm. You get the app. You pay about 2200 bucks per year if you want a 12-month plan. They've got nice CAC arbitrage as they spend about 200 bucks to get a new customer. Customer now looking to scale. Dan, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.